This episode of Rolling with Ray is sponsored by the Texas Boot Company, located in Bastroff, Texas, nationally renowned for hundreds of unique styles of exclusive boots, handmade by some of the best boot makers in Texas. Head to toe outfitters, whether you're all cowboy or just from the shins down, check them out and enjoy free shipping nationwide. Visit www.texasbootcompany.com for more information. In this episode of Rolling with Ray, you will meet the incredible Edwin Munoz. In September of 2018, Edwin was involved in a diving accident at a lake in which he broke his C5, C7 cervical vertebrae and nearly drowned. Today, he trains adaptive athletes at the Adaptive Training Foundation. And he, own, he runs his own nonprofit organization called the Ed Strong Foundation. The foundation empowers those with paralysis and other neurological disabilities through fitness rehab, travel, and community. Edwin offers free rehab at his facility he built in 2020. He is currently training for this year's ultra distance bike ride on May 20th that starts in Dallas and ends up in Denver, Colorado. He hopes to cover over a thousand miles. Edwin's goal is to push quadriplegics and other adaptive athletes living with paralysis to live life to its fullest. Come and follow his journey. It's my honor and privilege to introduce you to Edwin Munoz. Well, Edwin, thank you so much for being on my podcast called Rolling with Ray. Hey, Ray, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me. I'm great. Thank you. Um, so, Edwin, we're going to go ahead and jump, just jump right into it. So, can you tell me what happened to you in September of 2018? Yeah, for sure. So, we... Uh... The plan was to go out to the lake and uh, go for a night swim. And like we've done, you know, thousands of times in the 10 years that I lived there. And we went out and when I dove in, the water was was low. They, they had uh, moved, they had opened the dam up to let water out because uh, we were expecting a lot of rain. So when I dove in, uh, the water was unfortunately at four feet. So I was welcomed with a rock to the head and paralyzed instantly from the neck down, um, suffered a spinal cord injury at the C5, six and seven level. So during that, that time of your injury, were you conscious the whole time? I was, so I, I actually, I dove in and I shallow dove. So I didn't hit any rocks or anything until I was probably five or six feet out into the water um and then i kind of caught a jagged edge on on a rock that was you know kind of sticking out and um and remained conscious all the time so I, I knew i was paralyzed right right upon contact so i assume that your friends that were with you kind of helped you and call paramedics and uh all that stuff and then i guess that you were care flighted to the hospital yeah so yeah, I mean, you know, you, you jump into the lake and and you, they noticed that I didn't come up for a while. Thought I was messing around, of course, the typical, um, you know, guy thing where you try to hold your breath underwater. We did that multiple times, so they didn't think anything of it until it was, you know, a couple minutes that I didn't come up. And 
Um, finally, they jumped in and, you know, it took a couple times for them to find me underwater. And um, the worst thing about it all, too, was it started raining when we were out there. So, you know, it made visibility hard. CareFlight couldn't land. So it, it was we had to wait on the ambulance to to find a way back there. And it was it was it was a waiting game at that point. Wow. Uh, I'm sure that can be devastating. How, um, where did you do your uh, actual re rehabilitation uh, for your for your injury? Um, so um, right when I left the ICU, I, so I had just turned 26, which is crazy because I lost my insurance off my parents. So, um, so I was uninsured, which really was, was a bummer because it didn't, uh, I didn't allow me to go to rehab that I actually needed to go to, but, um, I got put on a charity bed, uh, in Waco and that's where I did my, my inpatient stay. So I, I was, it was in the ICU in Temple and then I was taken to Waco for about two and a half months where I got a surgery for stabilizing my neck. Um, and then once I got insurance, I went from Waco over to Tier in Houston. I spent about two and a half months there too. Wow. As, uh, as you know, I was hurt back in uh, May of 1981. And at that time, uh, my rehab was here in Dallas, in uh, Dallas, Texas. And uh, it was common for quadriplegics uh, to stay in rehab anywhere between five to six months. And I, I stayed there five months, yes. So uh, it, it's different how the modern technology has improved. Uh, as you mentioned, you, know, you were only in the rehab two months. It, it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's crazy how, how far we've come in terms of, you know, knowing how to care for a quadriplegic. I know you had mentioned a while back, you know, quadriplegics didn't live very long, Um you know, even, even before your time. So it's, 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 yeah, it is awesome to see how, how much uh, technology has played an impact. After your accident, Edwin, uh, can you tell our viewers and our listeners what, uh, what are the most challenging things that you have experienced as a quadriplegic? Yeah, for sure. So um, I think, you know, right after the, your, your accident happens and Ray, you could probably attest to this is, is just the acceptance um, of, of knowing that, you know, your life is, is essentially going to, uh, you know, start over. You're, you got, you got to live a whole new life. Um, you got to adapt to all the new things that you're trying to do. Um, so I think that was, for me, was the hardest part, just leaving, you know, I was in the best shape. I felt like I was in the best shape of my life. So going from being the strongest person, you know, physically to, you know, depending on machines to breathe for you, it's, it's, it's hard it, and it's not easy for anybody. There's no way to prepare for it. And I think, um, that was hardest for me at first is just the acceptance of, you know, having to, you know, live this new life without, you know, warning or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say just the acceptance of it all. You are correct. There, there is no manual, uh, <laughs> living with quadriplegic and, uh, you just got to roll with the punches. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I get these questions asked all the time from uh, some of my viewers and listeners, and they're always asking, well, Ray, you need to ask them about your social life or their social life. So I'm asking this question for to some of my viewers. 
uh, are you do you currently are you married or do you currently have a girlfriend uh, what do you like to do on your on your spare time etc no so I'm, I'm not married and I'm not dating anybody uh, besides my foundation so every bit of energy that I have um, I put towards working with other athletes with the foundation involved with like adaptive training foundation and then um, when I'm not there, I'm working on trying to grow my personal foundation and, um, you know, pay it forward to those that come after me. So that's really what my my uh, social life consists of, which isn't very exciting. But, um, you know, we, we we stay busy with events. And, you know, fortunately enough, there's there's a lot of people that that support and are behind us. So we, we do get, we do manage to get plenty of social time in these events. And, and like I said, with adaptive training foundation, I'm always out and about doing something with, with them. So yeah, that's pretty much what my free time consists of, man. That's great. Do you currently drive? Uh, so I will be driving. Come. So my, 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 I got my car, I got, I got my van, which we discussed, uh, when I first met you, but it's, it's in the process of getting modified. So I should be driving within the next couple months. Great. It's awesome. You'll really enjoy that. I guarantee. Yeah. Um, it's a whole new, uh, whole new piece of independence that that's going to be awesome. You, uh, recently or just a while ago, you talked about the, uh, adaptive training foundation in Carrollton. And I know you went through that. Um, can you tell our viewers a little bit about that? And how has that helped you? Yeah, for sure. So the, uh, the Adaptive Training Foundation is, you know, is a uh, nonprofit organization in Carrollton, Texas. So they basically uh, have a nine-week um, program that, you know, redefines. It's called the Redefine Program. And it basically brings in, you know, veterans and civilians with that have gone through any kind of trauma and, you know, helps them redefine who they are in their new life you know, whether it's being an amputee, quadriplegic, paraplegic, um, and it's through exercise and community. So it just brings people of all different disabilities together. And um, for me, it was, you know, that was probably the turning point for me, which um, allowed me to kind of stay, stick around and, and now train there. But, um, you know, I found ATF when it was probably the hardest point in my recovery. And um, to be able to be around people that are going through the same things you are was a complete turnaround for me. And, um, you know, and they haven't gotten rid of me. So I, I stick around. I now train there. So we, I help train other athletes that come in through the nine week program as well. So it's, it's awesome, man. If you guys get a chance and you guys definitely need to stop by. Absolutely. You started the uh, Ed Strong Foundation. I know you talked. To, you were talking a little bit about that, but can you tell us more about the nonprofit organization that you started? Yeah, for sure. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, in my situation, I was uninsured right when I had first uh, was when I was first injured. So, having access to different um, rehab centers and equipment even getting a wheelchair was, was tough. And the more I learned about people that were in the same situation, the more I saw that people were uninsured and, you know, not getting access to different equipment and different stuff like that. So, you know, through fundraising and stuff like that, we managed to get 
you know, a nonprofit organization started where we now pay it forward to those that, you know, come after me and um, help set them up with equipment, rehab, um, and, you know, any kind of financial assistance that we can help take the burden off. So that's, that's kind of what, what the gist of it all is. And then the, the crazy thing is too, is we have a gym that I built in my backyard and it's a full access gym. We offer rehab, you know, free of cost to anybody who's in the area. So, um, it's again, like just through the support system and everything like that, it's, it's made it all possible, which we're forever indebted for that, for sure. That's awesome that you're paying it forward and giving back to others because, uh, the unfortunate there are, there are other people out there that, uh, can't afford things like that. And, uh, it's great that you're able to offer that service to those individuals. Can you tell me about uh, your uh, adventure that you'll be taking on May the 20th? Uh, you're going to be uh, starting in Dallas, and you're going to end up in Denver, Colorado uh, on a bike ride. Can, and my understanding is that to uh, raise money and awareness for spinal cord injuries? For sure. For sure, yeah. So, you know, following our – we have a 5K event in Waxahachie, Texas, uh, on May 20th. And then from there, we will take off on hand cycles, which is me and Keith, another another adaptive athlete who's a, a veteran amputee and also spinal cord injury. Um, he, uh, we will take off from Dallas and and make our one thousand mile trip towards Denver on hand cycles. Um, you know, it'll be a thousand miles. Hopefully, the plan is to knock out fifty miles a day for about 20, 20 to thirty days until we reach our destination in Denver. Um, and yeah, it's all to raise awareness, raise, you know, hope to those that are, you know, thinking that life is over and, you know, ultimately challenge ourselves uh, mentally and physically. That's an awesome thing that you're doing, Edwin, and you should be very proud of yourself for what you're doing and your foundation are doing. Um, you know, that's, I commend you for that. Um, can you tell me what, uh, what drives Edwin Moses? Munoz? Yeah, that's a good question, man. I, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing that is my driving factor is just remembering being told that I was never going to do pretty much everything that I'm doing now. You know, the hearing that you're never going to feed yourself, you're never going to dress yourself, you're never going to be able to exercise again. It's almost a, um, it, it it drives a person like me to to almost go out and prove them wrong and you know much less probably ride a bicycle a thousand miles so um i think the biggest thing that drives me is 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 knowing that the possibility to do the things that you were told you were never going to do are you know within reach you just got to go there and get it and and work for it and you know Thank, thankfully, my support system has been everything. So, and that's just made up of family and friends that continuous back my crazy ideas and, you know, help emotionally, financially push those forward. So, um, yeah, all that being said, I think that that put together is is my driving force. That's awesome. Where do you see yourself in ten years? In ten years. Well, it's hard to even look at tomorrow, but I, I, I would say in 10 years, um, God willing, I'll have a, a, a well-running foundation where we're, we have, you know, different, um, 
uh, like uh, grant options and stuff to help other adaptive athletes. We'll have a well-running facility um, where we can offer rehab, hopefully free of cost, um, and then continue to help the adaptive foundation grow in every aspect as well. Hopefully, grow together. You know, that's 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 the the biggest plan to 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 come together and help adaptive athletes of all sorts. Where can people reach out to you regarding your foundation? And can you give the name of, or your website for your foundation? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the website to my foundation is edstrong.org. Um, and we can be reached through through our website, through social media. Instagram is edstrong foundation or my personal Instagram, which is Ed, edwin 8 Munoz. Um but yeah, I mean, email in any, 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 which form that you could reach out to somebody is, is, is all found on our website. Well, Edwin, I have one more question. And, um, uh, since we're almost out of time here and I appreciate you being on the show, but, uh, can you describe a little bit about the hand cycle to our viewers and our listeners that are, that are watching out there? Are you actually going to be on a bicycle or are you going to be on a hand cycle? Yeah, so I'll be on a hand cycle. The hand cycle is pretty much, um, it is a arm-propelled bicycle, essentially. It's got three wheels, one in front, two in the back, and we're almost laying down. Um, so the the crazy thing about it all is, you know, you're, you're, you're moving the entire, you're moving your entire body with your arms, which it's, it's not easy, but it it is manageable to be able to, to, it's a whole new learning curve, if that makes sense. So riding a bike is, you know, propelled with your legs. But when you're on a hand cycle, knowing that you're doing everything with your hands and your arms, with shifting gears, all that crazy stuff, um, it's definitely a new learning curve. And I would, I would probably say, I would feel comfortable to say that it's twice as hard as riding a bike. So it's, it's been a, has gone into training. Um, a lot goes into, you know, just getting comfortable on the road and stuff, especially being so low to the ground. Um, but yeah, that's, that's essentially what it is, man. Well, Edwin, I appreciate you being on the show. Is there any other comments or questions that you have for me or our listeners? I just really want to thank you Ray, for, for having me on telling my story and, uh, Again, from one quad to another, paying it forward to those that 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 continue to to come after us and you know help. I appreciate you helping uh, me see that there's also a lot into the tunnel with whatever it is you try to accomplish. Seeing that you have a lot more life lived than I have, man, you got I, there's a lot to learn from you. So I really appreciate it. You bet, Edwin. And hey, I appreciate you being on the show and good luck on all your endeavors that you're that you're seeking and also for your foundation and uh, good luck on that bike ride. Yes, sir. Thank you guys. I'll need there. There is another way to get a hold of us. If you do want to, uh, you know, send us prayers, any kind of donation, um, it is through our website. So if there's anybody that wants to, you know, reach out through us through prayer or, or uh, words of encouragement, there's a way to, there's a link on our website that you can go directly to. So any, any words would be greatly appreciated. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast called Rolling with Ray. Awesome, Ray. Thank you so much for having me, man. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening to my podcast. I want to thank the Grossman Byrne Foundation 
and the Texas Boot Company for sponsoring this episode. Make sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and on my YouTube channel called Rolling with Ray. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Should you be looking for a good read, please pick up my book called The Life I Didn't Expect, Facing Adversity and Winning on Amazon. Until I see you again, keep rolling with Ray. This episode of Rolling with Ray is sponsored by the Grossman Byrne Foundation. The Grossman Byrne Foundation provides medical, financial, and emotional support to families who have suffered a burn injury, and they aid in the development of a self-sustainable communities worldwide through public education, strategic partnerships, and teamwork. For more information, go to www.grossmanburnfoundation.org or email inquiries to info at grossmanburnfoundation.org or you can call 866-411-4423 for more information.